The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Right now, I want to touch on something that we talked about a little bit on the show yesterday. Uh, and I told you that UCP MLA Cyril Turton uh, has introduced Bill 213. He wants to see some stretches of provincial highways uh, bump up from 110 to 110. 20 to that speed limit. Uh, Mr. Turton is the MLA for Spruce Grove Stony Plain. He joins us this afternoon. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Jillian. <laughs> Happy Friday to you, boy. Oh, boy. Let me tell you something. When you start talking about speed limits on Alberta roads, it gets people fired up. What uh, what put this on your radar? What, what made you say, hey, we need to cl- take a closer look at this. Maybe we need to do something about it. Well, my riding of Spruce Grove Stony Plain has, in essence, thousands of people that drive on divided highways uh, back and forth between Spruce and Stony and Edmonton. And, you know, I know many of us have been on the stretch of the Highway 2 between Edmonton and Calgary. You could see a gopher from 20 kilometers away, per se. And, and yet, you know, you're humming along. There's no cars around. You're on a great, wide, safe highway. And you're wondering, why are we going this slow and that's really when I started, you know, digging into it. And what a big purpose of my goal is, is really to align the speed limits for Albertans that are already driving at higher speeds on these provincial divided highways uh, with the actual design limits of what those highways are, are actually created for. And so that's why I put forth 213. And I know the response across the province has been absolutely fantastic so far. There's a number of people uh, saying that you know what I, I'm going to bet yeah, I'm going to disagree with the with the MLA saying I don't think that Highway Two, for example, is built for it. Your thoughts your thoughts on that? Well, a key part of this legislation that I included in there is really affirm the right and the ability, and I think the responsibility of the Minister of Transportation that um, if this bill was to pass, and I'm never going to assume um, the will of the legislature, but if it does get passed, then the minister has the ability to be able to lower any speed limit um, from the 120 down to another level if it's, you know, for whatever reason he sees, and safety being a key consideration. So I know that there's going to be... a ton of different highways around the province that due to engineering um, specifications or maybe traffic congestion or things like that that are going to stay at the 110 and I'm, I'm totally okay with that but I know that there's going to be vast stretches of highway in the in the middle of you know if you're talking highway 16 from Edmonton to Lloyd Minister or Mm-hmm. You're going up to Fort McMurray on the divided highway there. Uh, low population densities. You're on the widest, safest highways in the province. And, and I'm just trying to uh, bring that alignment closer together about the speeds that people are already driving at and what the roads are designed for. You say that you've conducted extensive research that shows increasing speed limits would better synchronize driving speeds between posted limits without leading to safety concerns for drivers. Can you tell us a little bit more about that research? And, and because one of the... the one of the questions I have is there's only one other place in the country from what I know of from my research that has speed limits of 120 and that's parts of uh, highways in BC nowhere else so I wonder what um, why you know you're thinking that this would be okay why maybe BC has although they they had it in place they dialed it back a bit there the coca Hall I think is uh, parts is, is 120 um, but other but other provinces aren't looking at this or or they haven't implemented this tell me about that research 
Well, in terms of the research, it really comes about as just you're looking at um, different jurisdictions about what they currently have. So, yes, yeah. you're absolutely correct. The Coquihalla in BC is one of the few highways um, that's at the 120 range. But just comparing that, I mean, here you have a, a divided highway, steep mountain curves, extreme weather conditions in the mountains. It's a far different um, environment here in Alberta when you're talking about prairie landscapes. Um, it's a completely different driving experience. And especially when you look down at, this, at the United States and many of the interstates down there, they have higher uh, higher highway speeds. And so, you know, talking with many people that have traveled in these other jurisdictions, I know I've driven in the United States and been to BC on that highway, it really begged the question, is Alberta ready to actually have this conversation? And by no way stretcher of the imagination, I'm not talking about an Alberta bond, I'm talking about uh, a very sensible 10 kilometer increase Mm. on the safest highways that we have here in the province and on areas that are designed for that higher speed. And so I think it's, it's a good conversation. Another key part I put into the bill, um, just as to act as an extra safeguard, is a two-year implementation period yeah. if, uh, if the bill actually gets passed. So that will allow lots of consultation between the ministers, stakeholders, municipalities, to take in all that consideration, do a lot more number crunching and analysis to make sure it's safe to do so, but at least it gives the minister uh, the ability to have that higher speed limit on the highways. Cyril Turton is the MLA for Spruce Grove Stony Plain joining me this afternoon. Um, I, are, are you surprised by the reaction, the attention that this has received so far um, or, or not? I, I thought it would get a little bit of attention, but I will admit I was a little bit I was caught off guard about how excited people are to have this conversation. I mean, right across the province, this is something that gets to the soul. Like you were mentioning in, in your preamble about summer days, on the road, you're driving. And, you know, this is something that every one of us has probably experienced. So being on a divided highway and and, and wondering, you know, man, it'd be nice to be traveling a little bit faster, uh, maybe on the similar speeds to what they do in the interstates or, or down in the United States. So it's a, a conversation that hits many of us right at our core. So, you know, and I'm having a couple of questions come in from my listeners this afternoon, and I, I want to throw them to you uh, just because I know you've done the research on it, or just in your mind, it, what, off the top of your head, what would be obvious... obvious. Um, highways, uh, stretches of road that should maybe go to 120. Are we looking at, you know, the QE2? Are we looking maybe at, you know, 16 from, from Edmonton to Hinton, let's say? You know, what would be at the top of your mind? Yeah, so obviously this legislation, it's really important to know that it's only on divided highways that are located yeah. outside of urban areas. So yeah. really, when you look at the, the depth of highways, we're talking Highway 16, the Yellowhead. We're talking Highway 2. We're talking about uh, Highway 43 to Grand Prairie, 63 to Fort McMurray, and maybe some stretches of Highway 3 between Le- Medicine Hat and Lethbridge. That's about it. And so th- those are probably the only areas that I actually think would be affected by this. I mean, there's other divided highways um, in the province, but if there's um, you know certain levels of congestion, like I know people that are familiar with the uh, uh, 16A, for example, between Edmonton yeah. and Spruce Grove, I fully expect that to remain at 100 kilometers an hour because it was already brought down from the 110 that's currently on the Yellowhead. So um, yeah, so I, I, I'm excited okay. about the fact that the two-year <laughs> consultation period is there, and uh, I, I think uh, it'll make for some good conversations.
Uh, yeah, well, it's making for some great conversation. Thank you very much from a talk show host this afternoon. Um, one, one of the things is, is and, and I keep hearing from folks, is that we already know, for example, let's let's talk about between Edmonton and Calgary. People, you know, you know, I think people are doing 120 at the at the best of times uh, on there. Are you worried that we could see even increased uh, speed limits? That we could see people going, you know, even faster than they are now? And does that concern you at all? Well, some reports that I saw from the United States, I, I believe it was the state of New York, that when they uh, were looking at raising speed limits, they found that um, even though they increase the speed limits, drivers will drive at the speed that they feel comfortable at. And so I don't think that uh, this is going to automatically push everyone up 10, 15 kilometers an hour faster. If anything, it'll just create a little bit of consistency between, um, you know, and, lo- and narrowing the gap between the different v- uh, variances and people's driving speeds. Um, and I think for that reason it'll stop a lot of the or at least um, uh, reduce the amount of zigging and zagging out of traffic mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff and so and obviously if if people are going over the speed limit our amazing uh, law enforcement agencies will be sure to catch them so but uh, I, I think it just again uh, just really kind of creates a common sense driving speed to match what the road is designed for we know that in BC, for it to finally get to, uh, on, on, on some of those stretches to 120, it took, I think, you know, decades, a couple of decades to get to get that done. We've talked about this two-year implementation that you've worked into the bill. Do you, do you think that that is, is feasible and safe enough, or do you think that we should be taking more time to investigate this and, and the pros and cons of it? I think the two years is is appropriate given this time. I mean, if if needed, I mean, we could always extend it. But really, when it comes down to, if it was every highway in the province, obviously that's a completely different ball game. We're only looking at five highways, and and so uh, I mean, granted they're very long, but um, you know, from talking with I know the minister, and we we felt it was important to uh, put a deadline in terms of you know actually having some kind of implementation. Um, but we also didn't want to rush and because we wanted to do the work correctly so i think the two years is a fantastic balance between the two needs so what happens next what happens now well uh now that it's been tabled for first reading it's going to go to the um uh, members uh, members standing committee on for private members bills it'll be discussed there uh at that committee we'll give a recommendation it'll come back to the house uh, for second reading and then we'll have committee so um but i will admit i'm under a bit of a time crunch just because uh, we want to obviously make sure that it gets passed uh, in this spring session if, if it goes yeah. past that then you don't know if it's going to die on the order paper or not yeah. and but uh, regardless if it gets passed or if it gets pushed off to another session, I think there's been enough interesting conversation on this one topic. I think it'll probably be back again. What, what support, uh, what kind of support are you hearing from uh, other members of, uh, of caucus? It's actually been, you know, uh, I think it mirrors pretty closely to what I've been getting all over the province in terms of emails and Facebook messages and and, uh, and tweets. I mean, people are extremely supportive of it. Um, you know, obviously, I, I know there's going to be some questions uh, that come out in the legislature about reasonings of why the, the certain safeguards were put in place. I know a couple people have jokingly asked, hey, why is it even higher? But, uh, uh, <laughs> but I mean, all those discussions will come out. But so far, the support has been pretty uh, spectacular. You know what? I want to thank you for making time for us this afternoon, Mr. Turton. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. I look forward to seeing what happens. We'll be following it closely, and maybe we'll be talking again uh, in the next couple of months. 
Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I do actually have a question for you, though. Yes, sir. Okay. Speaking of road trips, I mean, this is something I'm putting out. What's your favorite road trip food? My favorite road trip food, um, our favorite road trip food would be uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and probably uh, a bag of chips. For, for me, it would actually be the Reese's Pieces as well, but also with <laughs> beef jerky. I love beef jerky. So, anyways, that's all I wanted to ask. Thanks for having me on.